You're listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 181. This is 10 Things I Wish I Knew Before Getting My BFA in Musical Theater. Let's get started. My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. As I've spoken about previously on the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, I got my BFA in musical theater from Texas State University. It's located in San Marcos, Texas. It's about 30, 45 minutes south of Austin. It's in between Austin and San Antonio, Texas. And before going to school there, I had never even been to the state of Texas. I'm from central New Jersey. Bon Jovi grew up in the same town that I grew up in. I now live in New Jersey and I commute into the city. I have never been a Southerner. I will never be a Southerner. The closest I'll get to that is occasionally throwing in y'all because four years of my life were spent in Texas. Now, I know some of you might be listening to this today, and by the end of this year, you'll be starting your very first year of college, and that might mean that you might be studying musical theater or theater or some sort of major in the performing arts. That's so, so exciting, and so as someone who has been through the process, has been through not only the college audition process, but also the four years of training at a collegiate program in the United States of America, I can tell you firsthand what my experience was like and also 10 things I wish I knew before going to school for this. I have been out of college for a couple of years now and I live on my own and I have experience working professionally and auditioning in New York City. And now being on the opposite end of things, I feel quite old, but I have a lot of wisdom to share with you all today. So if you're tuning in for the first time or if you've been a longtime listener, gather around the campfire because I'm going to take you down memory lane and I'm going to tell you the 10 things that I wish I knew before going to school for musical theater. Number one is that the industry is highly competitive. Now, when you say that and when you hear me say that on a podcast like this, we we both know that, right? And I, I think there was a part of me that knew that, but didn't quite accept it when I was 18 years old. I was young and bright, and I wouldn't say naive, but I was definitely bushy-tailed, and I was spunky, and I still am. And it wasn't like I hadn't already been introduced to the professional world yet, because I had. I had been signed with agents since I was probably 13, 14 years old, and I had been doing a couple things here and there, but I definitely was auditioning for films and TV and Broadway shows and regional shows. And I mean, I went to a lot of auditions. And the interesting thing about being a young actor and going to auditions and then 
going back to school is that, you know, an, an audition doesn't seem very life or death. It's something that you can just do and then go back to class. You know, you just go back to your, your, I mean, it, okay. It sounds a little crazy saying that, but here's what I mean by that is that I didn't need the job, right? I was, I was 15 years old. I was going to high school and I had a fantastic support system and fantastic parents and a wonderful family. And I didn't have to work a part-time job. I was able to just go to school and then come home. So I wasn't in need and desperate need of a job to support my family at 15 years old. So I was able to, you know, do a really fun audition and then walk away from it and go back to class. However, in the real world, not only is the industry so competitive, but if you don't have something to support yourself financially, then what happens is you start to base not only your self-worth on every yes or no that you get in the industry, but you're also basing your stability on whether or not you get the job. And that is not a good way to live, especially in such an overcrowded and challenging industry to be in. It doesn't matter if you're incredibly talented or not. Incredibly talented performers struggle to find work. And so it's important to not necessarily have a backup plan, but to have something that supports you, whether that's a side job or side hustle, a part-time job, a full-time job, but something that is flexible enough that you're able to manipulate your hours to work towards your goals, whether that's performing regionally, on Broadway, in TV, in film, whatever it is. And I think I started to realize this around my senior year of college when I had some extra time. And so I was able to take classes like in writing and journalism and media, which, of course, led me to what I have today with you all, which is actor aesthetic. And that was something that was really awesome to have as my side hustle while I was pursuing theater. Now, as some of you may know, I work in marketing in addition to performing, and all of that is because of that junior and senior year where I decided to focus uh, my efforts when I wasn't performing on learning more about other things that interested me so that I could have a side job, so that I could have a side hustle and continue to learn and grow and financially support myself while also auditioning and performing. The second thing that I wish I knew before going to college for musical theater is that the reputation of your program does matter. I love Texas State. It has an awesome reputation and it has given me so many incredible opportunities. If I hadn't gone to the school, maybe I wouldn't have had some of the opportunities that were presented to me in my professional career. The reputation of your school, even though it's not going to get you cast in a Broadway show, can certainly impact your career. Now, off the top of my head, there's not really, there aren't really that many, if any, programs that stand out to me with a negative reputation, because I believe that wherever you go, you are going to make the most out of it as an individual who is going to college and learning and growing. You could go to the quote unquote top school in the country. You could go to a school that's brand new that no one's ever heard of before, but you are going to make the most out of the situation you're given no matter what. 
Training is training. Some of it's fantastic. Some of it's eh, okay, but it's still training. And while there are many great BFA and BA programs out there, some schools do have stronger connections in the industry or more well-known alumni network, which can help open doors for you after graduation. So that's just something to think about when you are applying to schools. My third point is that the college program that you choose to go to might be physically and mentally demanding. So what happens is when you're 17, 18 years old and you're just going to high school, especially if you're just going to a public high school and you don't have a fantastic arts program and you're just doing theater, maybe on the side, maybe you're just doing your your high school show or community theater and you don't have a whole lot of like training experience like a BFA program would give you. When you go to school for it, all of a sudden it's no longer a hobby. It's like a career. And that could be a major wake up call to someone who's not used to that demand of training. When I went to school for musical theater, I went to a program that I would consider is a musical theater conservatory within a liberal arts college. So it wasn't necessarily a full-on conservatory where I was singing and dancing and acting in classes like dance and musical theater and all of the above, and that was it. No gen eds, nothing. Um, From 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, I had a really healthy mix, I would say. So I did have dance classes. I did sing all the time. I did have voice lessons. I had acting classes and I had practicums where I put all of this together. But then I was also taking math and science and political science and English. I was doing all of that. And so it was a really nice balance for me because that was what I needed. And I also like to branch out and, and, and balance myself in other areas besides just singing and dancing and acting. I think if I was only doing that in college, I'd drive myself insane. However, in addition to that, I was performing or rehearsing in the shows that were happening at night. And funny enough, when I look back at it, I was doing a show just about every single semester that I went to school. With the exception of my freshman year of college, uh, my first semester, and that was because at the time, freshmen were not allowed to audition or perform in that very first semester of shows just so you could get acclimated to the program, and I did not negate that at all. I was very thankful that we didn't have to audition because it's a whole whirlwind when you get thrown into the wolves your freshman year. So... If I was rehearsing for a show at night, rehearsals were from 5 to 10, 6 to 11, 5.30 to 10.30. So I was going to class. If I had an 8 o'clock class, I was going to class from 8 o'clock till 3, 4, 5 o'clock and then rehearsing from 5 to 10. And that can do a whole number on your body. That can be really physically demanding, really mentally demanding, really emotionally draining. And so what you'll come to realize very quickly and what I came to realize really quickly was that musical theater requires so much physical stamina, so much vocal strength. If you're considering a BFA in musical theater, you have to be prepared for long hours of rehearsal and practice and make sure during those long hours that you're able to take care of your body to prevent injury. 
it is not uncommon for performers to get injured, right? People get hurt. People get tweak their muscles. They injure their voices from overuse or whatever the case, right? So it's not that we have to be perfect, but it's really important to build up your strength and flexibility physically and as a performer beforehand so that when you are doing those long hours, you're able to sustain it. That is something that's really hard to teach. It's something that I learned the hard way. The fourth thing that I wish I knew before going to school for this is that the curriculum may not cover all the aspects of the industry. Let me explain myself. So while BFA programs in musical theater typically focus heavily on performance and technique, they might not cover other important aspects of the industry, such as business skills, marketing, branding yourself, the logistics of the actors union, things like that, right? And so because of that, and I I think one of the reasons that that happens, one of the reasons why a lot of programs miss out on that information when they're putting it into their curriculum is that, you know, they don't have as much of a finger on the pulse of the industry as someone who is actively in it. And that's understandable because they're a program wherever they are, whether it's Michigan or Pennsylvania or California or somewhere, you know, in Idaho, they're a program that might not be, might not have the access to a city like LA or New York city where auditions are happening all the time. And Because they're removed, they're not as up to date on their information as someone who is actively pursuing it. What I love about modern day college programs in musical theater and theater is that they're starting to pick up on this. And so they're starting to hire out talent from New York and L.A. and Chicago and and big theater cities to speak to students, um, you know, in workshops and things like that so that they can keep their students up to date and immerse them in the professional world. I love that. I think as a student, you should be constantly learning and constantly seeking out opportunities even outside of your college program so that you're keeping in the know. You are going to need more than just talent to succeed in this industry. That is just a fact. So it is important to also have a well-rounded skill set. The fifth thing that I wish I knew before going to college for musical theater is that networking is so freaking important. Now, when I was in college, there was a point where I was really struggling with my mental health and it made me kind of withdraw Uh, I I found myself not really seeking out as many opportunities as possible like I do now, Um, which is, it's really awesome to see the growth that I've had since graduating and how much I have changed since then. But, you know, if I could shake 18, 19, 20 year old me, it would, I would just, (laughs) I would slap myself and say, get outside, you know, Get outside of your comfort zone. Open the door to your dorm room and see all of the people that you could be collaborating with. See all of the people right in front of you that could be the next agent, casting director, director, musical director, writer, composer, lyricist. There were so many people and there are 
continue they can there continue to be so many people that walk through the doors of your college program that could be the next something fantastic so just open yourself to the possibility of it college is such a great time to start building relationships within the industry i think Lin Manuel Miranda started writing what was it in the heights or hamilton when he was in college and now look at him college is such a formative time for so many young artists. So just go out there and find your people. And remember that networking is a two-way street. You should be just as interested in what you can offer to others as what they can offer you. Number six, the sixth thing that I wish I knew before going to college for musical theater is to be open to new opportunities. So when you go to school, after being the big fish in a small pond. Like I said, maybe you went to high school and there weren't a lot of people there that also did the same thing as you and wanted the same thing as you in your professional career, right? They they didn't want to necessarily become professional actors. They just did theater for fun. You know, when you are the big fish in a small pond like that and you are always told, you know, you're going places. Well, what happens is when you go to college, for this, you you realize that you're going to school with other people who are just as good as you, just as talented as you, and want this just as much as you, and that you're not so much of a big fish in a small pond anymore. You become a small fish in a very, very big pond. And so you have to be open to the possibility that you're not going to be cast as the lead in every single show that you audition for in college. It's just not going to happen. But here's where the magic is. When you finally let your ego go, I want you to be willing to take on ensemble roles and understudy roles and swing positions. I want you to be willing to assistant direct or assistant choreograph or maybe even assistant musical direct to gain experience, to gain experience behind the table. I want you to sit in on auditions. I want you to do it all. You are going to learn so much more than you would have ever learned by being a swing or being an understudy or assisting the director than by performing. Because when you step outside of what you're used to, you realize that there is much more to the picture than you can see. And who knows, you might even make your Broadway debut as a swing. And the only reason why you do that is because you first got your experience as a swing when you were in college. And if you're newer to the theater industry, just to give you some insight, an understudy is someone who learns the lines and lyrics and music and choreography and blocking for a particular role in a show and is ready to go on for them at any minute versus a swing who learns all of that plus more for various characters, not just one, but a handful of characters. The seventh thing that I wish I knew before going to school for musical theater is that financial stability is going to be challenging and you want to get ahead of it while you can. So pursuing a career in musical theater is not always going to provide you financial stability. I already mentioned that. I talk about that all the time on the podcast. I wish that theater paid more, but at this time, it's just not the case, especially early in your career. So what you want to prepare 
now. And I'm not a financial advisor, so I can't advise you on this. But what I want you to start thinking about is a budget, potentially having a side job, and really knowing what your expenses are going to be if and when you decide to move to a city like New York City to pursue this as a career. You don't want to just wait until the last minute. You don't want to wait until you decide to look at apartments in the city to actually think about money. And that's all I'll say about that for now. The eighth thing that I wish I knew before going to school for this is that your mental health is just as important as anything else, if not the most important thing, especially if you're going to school far away from your support system. You are going to have the pressures of the industry combined with the physical and emotional demands of performing combined with doing this from eight o'clock in the morning till 10 o'clock at night combined with a whole bunch of new ideas, new fears, new anxieties, new things are going to be unlocked. Some of them are going to be really exciting and some of them are going to be scary and it can take a toll on your mental health. So one thing that I want to remind you of is to take care of yourself by seeking support from your friends, your family, mental health professionals if needed, talk to a teacher or an, a trusted advisor. It's important to prioritize your mental health and well-being to not only avoid burnout, but just to be able to perform at your best and, and be a good human and, and enjoy your experience. And also just remember to look out for your friends. You're all in this together, especially if you're in a small class. I was in a class of 13, 14, and, and you know, when you're spending so much time together, it can almost feel like um, you all start to butt heads really quickly, right? You start to feel like siblings almost. But I will still defend every single one of my siblings from Texas State and, um, and you know, you, you, really, you really build that bond with them. And so just make sure to, to look out for your friends as well. The ninth thing that I learned and, and something that I wish I knew before going to school um, is that versatility is so fire, okay? So what I mean by this is, I'm so annoyed <laughs> so far. What I mean by this is that being versatile as a performer is crucial to your career. It's important to be able to sing. It's important to be able to dance. But having something unique to you, having a diverse skill set is going to make you more marketable to casting directors. It's going to make agents jump out of their seats and want to represent you. So, like I said before, step outside your comfort zone. Consider taking classes in different areas of performance to broaden your abilities. Maybe there's something in you that tells you, I don't know, I could be really good at this if I just learned the ropes a little bit. Just go there and try it. Learn that new piece of choreography. Go teach a class. Go take a class and increase your chances of finding work in the future. And number 10, everyone is at their own pace. Remember that little anecdote I said to you about being a big fish in a small pond? Well, just remember that everyone is going to learn the same things at you at an entirely different pace. And it's really important 
that you don't start to compare yourself to others. Because guess what? No one is you. No one has the same lived experiences as you. Therefore, no one is going to have the same trajectory as you. Maybe you go to summer stock auditions and you don't book and your friends do and you look at that and go, oh my God, I'm never going to work in the professional world. Or maybe you don't book the lead every year in your college shows and you think, oh my God, this is the end for me. When I get into the real world, someone's going to look at my resume and see that I've never performed a lead and they're never going to cast me as a lead. I want you to quiet those voices in your head. You all are paying to go to school. Just remember this, right? Unless you have a fine college scholarship and you're paying no money. Everyone that's sitting to your left and sitting to your right is paying for an education. So wherever you go, you want to make the most of that experience. If you don't book the lead, You figure out a way to maybe understudy it. If you can't do that one move in tap class, you see if there's a way to start taking private lessons. You see if your friends can help you who are really good at tap. Lean into what you're good at and lean into your weaknesses even more. College is all about the learning experience. And in order to move forward, you cannot be afraid to fail. Everyone else around you is going to have their own pathway to success. The only person that you're competing with is yourself. You only have one life to live, so make the most of it. I love you all. Got a little bit emotional on my own. Had to stop and continue recording midway through this. I hope you found this helpful. I loved my time in college. I hope you do too. And if you're out of college, I hope this brought back some good memories for you. It takes a village. I will see you all next week. 